This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. In a small village in Poland, there was a simple but pious Jew, whose name was Mayer. And while Mayer was never wealthy, he also always had enough to support his family. Every day, after davening in the morning, Mayer would pass through the farmer's market. (laughs) And he would buy some produce or some chickens or something that his wife could sell from their store that was attached to their house. And everyone knew that Mayer's prices were always fair. And so he earned a reputation for being honest. And Mayer was different from the other buyers at the market because he would never haggle over prices. Mayer would give his one fair price, and that was that, and he would never budge. And eventually, the farmers at the market came to respect Mayer, and they would even look for him when they had something special to sell. And as a result, he became known as Honest Mayer. So things were okay for Mayer and his wife, but Mayer had one regret in life. All of his business took away from time from learning Torah. And Mayer really wanted to dedicate his life to learning Torah. So one day, he said to his wife, I've made a decision. I'm only going to work half as much. And the time that I'm not working, I'm going to spend learning Torah. His wife said to him, Mayer, are you sure that's the right idea? I mean, we're not supposed to rely on miracles, right? And Mayer said to his wife, Don't you think that Hashem can send us enough money during the three days that I'm going to work? Hashem decides at the beginning of the year how much money a person can make, and they can't make any less money unless they don't have a vessel to receive the Parnassah. So here I have a vessel for receiving the money, and the other time, when I'm learning Torah, I'm also creating a vessel. Mayer's wife had her doubts, and she was about to say something to Mayer, but she decided to wait and see what happened. And as it turned out, their income was exactly the same. Mayer worked only three days a week, the rest of the time, He spent learning Torah, and still, they were able to make the same amount of money. And one day, Mayer's wife says, You know, Mayer, we need to talk about our daughter, Mirla. It's time for her to get married. And Hashem has been very good to us, and we're for sure grateful for everything Hashem has given us. But our daughter, she's not getting any younger, and we have to start saving up money for her dowry so she can get married. And Mayer looked at his wife, and he said, Don't you see? Hashem has taken care of everything so far. We have nothing to worry about. Just trust in Hashem and stop worrying. When it's time for our daughter to get married, the money will come. But Mayer's wife didn't have Mayer's Amuna. She didn't have his level of faith. And she was feeling a lot of anxiety and she couldn't rest at night. This went on for weeks. She was getting anxious. She couldn't sleep. And eventually she said, Mayer, you know, we're not making any more money than we used to make. Thank God we're making the same amount, but we need to be saving up money for our daughter to get married. And we're not supposed to rely on miracles, Mayer. Maybe it's time for you to go and start working six days a week again like you used to. Mayor said, you know what? What you're saying seems to make sense. If I'm making this much money by working three days a week, then for sure I could make more money if I was working six days a week. But you forget, my dear. We have a silent partner, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem himself. And haven't you seen with your own eyes that by studying Torah, I didn't lose any Parnassah whatsoever? If I stop learning Torah now, 
What does that say to Hashem about us having faith in Him? And don't we need Him even more now? So I'm going to continue giving Hashem His Parnasa, which is my Torah learning. And I'm going to trust that Hashem will give us our Parnasa, Bismano, in the right time. And realizing that her husband was on a very high level, and that she really didn't have anything else to say, Mayor's wife simply said, Amen. May it be so. A few weeks later, there was a peasant that came to the marketplace, and he had a large honeycomb encased in a block of wood. There were several people who wanted to buy the honeycomb, but the peasant refused to sell to them. He said, I'm only selling to Honest Mayor, and I'll wait here until he shows up. The peasant waited half the day, and Mayor didn't show up because it was one of the days that Mayor was learning Torah and not working. And finally, somebody said to him, You realize that Mayor isn't coming today. It's the day that he learns Torah. So the peasant made his way to Mayor's house, where Mayor's wife greeted him. And she said, my husband isn't here right now. He's in the Beit Midrash learning Torah. But she realized that it was a business deal, and she needed her husband there. So she asked the peasant to wait, and she went and got her husband. Mayor put down his sefer and walked back home with his wife, where the peasant was waiting for them. He looked at the honeycomb encased in the wood. He lifted it up, shook it side to side, and then he said, you know, judging by its size and weight, and even allowing for the wood, I believe there's a lot of honey in here. And so he made an offer, and the two men agreed. They both agreed that it was fair. They shook hands. The only problem was that it was more money than Mayer and his wife had. And so Mayer looked at his wife and said, what do you want to do? And she said, you know what? I'll go to one of our neighbors and borrow the money. So she leaves for a little bit. And in the meantime, Mayer served a cup of tea to the peasant. And he had a little conversation with him. He said, tell me, where did you find such a strange honeycomb like this encased in wood? And the peasant said he was one day going through the woods, collecting firewood. And his cart was full. And he got inside and fell asleep. And the horse started wandering off into the forest. And when he woke up, he found himself in a completely different part of the woods. And right in front of him was a tree stump. And he noticed that bees were buzzing in and out of the tree stump. So he said, you know, I worked once as a beekeeper. And so I jumped out of the wagon and I took a long, thin twig and took out the queen bee from the hive. And then I tried to take out the honeycomb, but it was impossible to do without breaking it. So then I had the idea. I'll just saw off the whole stump of wood and then sell it in the marketplace. And by the time the peasant finished telling his story, Mayor's wife had returned with the money. Mayor paid the peasant, who was very happy and feeling good about himself. And then Mayor's wife started taking out the honey. She pulled out one ladle of honey, and then another, and a third. And then she reached deep down with the ladle to pull out more honey, but there was nothing there. It was just an empty hole. And Mayor's wife started freaking out a little bit. She said, Mayor, Mayor, what did we do? We spent all the money we had and we borrowed even more money. And we got nothing out of it. There's no honey in here. And all we have is this big piece of wood. Mayor, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do? And Mayor was also a little worried about the money that they had lost. But he said, wait a minute. Let's just see. Go get your longest cooking spoon. And maybe if we put it all the way down at the bottom of the stump, we'll be able to pull out a little more honey. And so the wife brought the spoon, and Mayor put it deep into the wood, putting his whole arm in 
and pressing the longest spoon till it reached all the way to the bottom. And he felt it hit the bottom. And then he pulled it back out, and the spoon was covered in honey and gold coins and jewels. And Mayer's wife almost fainted from the shock. She said, Mayer, I don't understand this. Bees don't make gold coins and jewels. What's going on here? And so then Mayer took the stump, put it on the side, and sawed the whole thing open. And then they broke the wood open. And inside, they saw gold coins and jewelry. And Mayor's wife said, I don't understand what's going on here. And Mayor was smiling and he said, I'll tell you what happened. Most likely many years ago, somebody had hid their treasure in this stump of wood, figuring that no one would ever find it. And for whatever reason, the person never collected the money. Maybe it was from hundreds of years ago, who even knows? And eventually the bees came and they created a colony right on this stump to keep it protected for the day when the peasant would come and cut the stump and bring it to us. And it's because we had faith in Hashem and we trusted that Hashem would give us money when we needed it, that the stump came to us now in order to marry off our children and do acts of chesed and to help other people. So you see, the peasant was rewarded for his labor and we were rewarded for our faith and trust in Hashem. Oi la 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 oi la 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 Hallelujah.